Hello and welcome back to the Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. You are here with Tommy and Schwagers. And this is Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. Let's do it. All right, y'all. So uh, welcome back. Thanks for coming back for episode four. Could not be more excited about this particular episode. We have a lot to talk about. We have some breaking news just coming in, but but uh, well, Gronkowski retired. We're going to hit that in just a second. First, we have a new segment we call Swagger Says Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? Everybody's mouth gets them in trouble sometimes, and I am totally guilty of that. And so, so here we go. Yeah, if we have one little theme song for this. We're not going to use too much of it because we'll get sued. But uh, if I could turn back time. Don't ruin it. All Don't right. ruin it. All right. All right. So that's that's the theme song. Give it a moment. And if I could. God damn you. All right. Here we go. So right. Schwager says sorry. All, All right. right. So as everybody knows, I've got a huge mouth, and it got me in trouble this week. Uh I actually have to apologize to you people out there. Number one, <laughs> at one point I said Tom Brady had been to eight Super Bowls after I said his record is six and three. So that the math, math doesn't add up. <laughs> that math does not work out. I, w- I went back and listened and I was like, oh, wow, Whoops. I'm an idiot. Yeah. So Schwager says sorry for doing bad math. If he could turn back time. If he could, but he can't. But he can't. So and uh, so Tom Brady's I, been to nine Super Bowls, six and three, the most winning quarterback of all Super can Bowl you history. Flipping, believe that six I mean, and three, six, six and three. He's got a better record than LeBron James. It's well, I mean, he's got a so, better record so than do, Michael so Jordan, right? Michael Jordan. No, Michael Jordan was six and six. God, God <laughs> damn you! Tommy. He's equal with Michael. He wants a seventh one just to really, yeah, really just game. shove the the look, knife in. Look, right? all we're saying is. Swaggers is sorry. Yes. And then the other thing I have to apologize for is when describing Marvin Harrison, right? I'm right. Marvin Harrison, the receiver. Mm-hmm. Last uh, last podcast, I said his career was fucking retarded. And uh, I want to apologize for that because... We don't use that word. No, and I should not be using that word. Whether it's in a positive or negative sense, Yeah. look, like, you're born who you're born well, to it's be. it's a little bit the, of the Boston community. Well, you know, it's, you know, and I, I you know, that old school community uh, can kind of kiss my ass because <laughs> guess what? It's like, look, man. It's 2019, y'all. Yeah, exactly. Be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, that's my point. I, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Cut it in. <laughs> Cut it in right there. Well, we can't because Cher will sue us. Yeah. Although we are fans of Cher. No, we Let have five sick. seconds. Let we got a le- we got a legit five <laughs> seconds These before like we get sued. To- <laughs> All right. So number one topic of today. This just hit as I was coming up to Justin's place. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, the greatest tight end in NFL history, has officially retired from the league, which, you know, I know I'll get a lot of flack for saying that, but look at the stats. He is clearly the greatest tight end. And granted, I'm a Bears fan. So I went and I was like, what about Mike Ditka's stats? Because obviously Ditka coached the Bears. He's the only player ever to have a receiving touchdown and to also coach a Super Bowl winning team. So there's that. But why is Gronk better? 
he was just a receiver. He wasn't just a tight end, and he was the main receiver for the New England Patriots, causing them to win three Super Bowls, along with, unfortunately, uh, uh, someone who's deceased, which we won't have to get back into. No. But, yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. But, yes, his 2011 season, what a splash, dude. 1,327 yards, right? Yes. 17 touchdowns. Yes. Um, and him and Hernandez, that 2010 season. I mean, if it was only that one of them wasn't crazy and also a murderer. Threatening people at the line, <laughs> yeah, right? He's like killing people. They're like, That's the, you know, you the know, only negative we could say about you is that you kill people. Yeah, literally <laughs> while Tom Brady's yelling Omaha, he's like, I'm no, going to kill your mother. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so actually, on the Dicka note, I read deeply into this. Dicka was the first tight end to really become a receiver in, in the Super Bowl era. Didn't so, his mustache win a no, award? His too? mustache won multiple awards, not to mention his steakhouse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and those terrible, terrible, like, but, cut-off sweaters. But I think what we realized, since Gronkowski came into the league in 2010, of course, he was a stud in Arizona, what he did was he changed the tight end to become a valuable receiver and a possession receiver and somebody who would score touchdowns and become a very viable blocking option as well as a receiving option. He changed the position. He changed the position, and because, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, look, like look at people like Tony Gonzalez, right? Yeah. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. You know, he was the type of, the guy, type of uh, tight end that you could send down the field, put over the middle, and block. Mm-hmm. You know, the Patriots just took that yeah. and they were like, well, what if we had two tight ends yeah. that could just do that? No, it, it changed the offense. And obviously completely the LA completely. Rams utilize that as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, you watch every major team and and you think of of what a dominant receiver is. Well, guess what? Gronk had more touchdowns than Antonio Brown over the course of his career. I mean, Gronk is... 79 in the regular season. He had 79 regular season when he hit the postseason. And here's the thing. You can hate on the Patriots. And that's sort of your God-given right as somebody who's a sports fan because... Guess what? We all hate the Yankees because of how many championships they've won. We all hate the Patriots because of how successful they are. You cannot hate on Gronk for changing the position of tight end. Oh, you know what, dude? It's bigger than just the team. He only had 12 in the postseason. Gronk? Yeah. Only 12? Only 12. That seems like a low number given that he... He had 79 touchdowns in the regular season, uh, and then he had 12 in... Twelve in the postseason. Well, and I think I think we both know why he's retiring. It's the injuries. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, look at these statistics. Did not play due to injury. Twenty. This is the postseason. This is in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. I mean, he's been injured a lot, and it's mostly because players who are defensively like cornerbacks weren't tall enough to tackle him. So they would tackle him at the ankles and they would hit him in the knees. And this caused so many injuries for him because these guys would go full board him just to bring him down. But that hurts you over time. Those lower leg injuries. Well, not only that, I mean, I think he had back problems throughout, right? Like since college, I think that has to do with being tackled and cut off at the ankles. But uh, anyways, my point is, yes, I think that they went for him more in the NFL at the legs uh, as opposed to college. Right. Where they were trying to take him down from, you know, the top. Yeah. You know, when he early in his NFL career, you'd see him and you're like, 
four or five defenders just draped on him, mm-hmm. right? He's just running down the field, like throwing them off like that. I'm going gonna, gonna to just run down the list of career highlights and awards, and this is why I think he's the greatest tight end of all time. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion. He's a five-time Pro Bowler. The years he didn't go to the Pro Bowl, he was in the Super Bowl, uh, except for, I think, uh, the very first year. He's four times first-team All-Pro. He's an NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2014 after a terrible injury. He's NFL Receiving Touchdowns Leader in 2011. That's as a tight end, not as a wide receiver. He was the receiving touchdowns leader in the regular season. Well, the, when they would talk about yeah. him early in his career, like, or, and that's, you know, that's three or four the awards. He's yeah, won. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. No, yeah. like three or four years into his career, they're already like, he's going to the Hall of Fame as right. a tight end. Right. He will be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And it, it, he was tall. He's certainly tall. Six foot six. That's a very tall guy. Um, it wasn't just that. He was also a good blocker. And he was also a smart offensive player. So, you know, I think you look at the position of tight end and you think, okay, that's a player that, you know, started getting thrown to in the Dicka era, which was in the, actually in the 60s, 60s and 70s. Yeah, but they stopped now, utilizing them once changed. the West Coast offense became, right, you know. Became heavy receiver-based. Yeah. Um, we were going through some famous tight ends. You know, obviously you have Tony Gonzalez, and you're talking about Antonio Gates, and you're talking about Jason Witten, who we think will maybe not do well after coming back from – you know, broadcast booth. I've said this before. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. Are you going to come back it's, from the... It's dangerous. Uh, He's going to be very old when he comes back in. Sitting around eating pizza all We're day. We're also yeah. talking about Jeremy Shockey. We're talking about tight ends like Jimmy Graham. We're talking about guys who... Heath Miller. We're talking... And then I think Gronk, even Zach Ertz from the Eagles, you're talking about Gronk. You don't have a Zach Ertz without Gronkowski. That type of player doesn't exist you don't have a giant tight end who scores touchdowns this is a brand new position because of Gronk and that's why we're sort of saluting him on this podcast because yeah. he literally changed the game no you got the uh, let's talk smack full salute my brother yes we obviously will miss you I guarantee you he's going to be a broadcaster within like I don't know minutes from now or a wrestler either way <laughs> either way wrestler. yeah exactly one of the, the G-man yeah right he's got this uh, horrible uh, fucking G-string yeah, he wears every you week know, I would I would hope that you know. Cover up your junk, Gronk. Yeah. I hope I hope all the best for Gronk. Uh, no, you know, the one thing that yeah. kind of ticks me off that I didn't talk about that was really uh, bullshit was like, for one season, they went after him for pushing off. Right? They're like, he's pushing off. And you're like, no. Well, this he is just some, put this his elbow into the pent up uh, <laughs> yeah. Patriots fan. No, it, that, no, it is. It is. No, and it you're going to have to it hear it. Well, you, okay. So, so as a Patriots fan, the you just calm me down. But the, the years, the year that you didn't have Gronk, you had Martellus Bennett, and he gave you a Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You haven't whatever been Martellus Bennett. Yeah. If you want to talk about tight ends, <laughs> you want to talk about it. hashtag awful on Instagram. Oh come on, he's man. at the top of the list. No, that was your biggest complaint to me. Yeah. I remember yeah. when he got traded to the Pats, yep. and you were like, "Be ready for some ridiculous social media." Yes, Martellus Bennett. And I was like, hashtag awful. Yes, you're (laughs) absolutely right. Yes. Uh, Shut up, Martellus. On the plus side, he left left a a very uh, bad situation on the Bears to go win a Super Bowl. So good on Martellus. Yeah, that's true. Congratulations. Uh, But I will say. The Lovey era. I will say one more. Nobody likes Lovey. This whole thing is uh, is when you look at tight ends. How do you feel about Lovey, Tommy? 
Robbie Smith. <laughs> yeah. I don't have too much hate for the guy. I love but his first people. name's Lovey. I know. I, I but know he's not really Lovey. I mean, you look back at that Bears era. I, I look at the Bears, and I don't blame Lovey for the losses. I do. All. No, there was one loss against the Seahawks where he refused to just kick the field goal when we were in range, and he had us run it, and we fumbled it and turned it over, and that's why we didn't make the playoffs. Okay, I have one resentful moment against Lovey, but mostly I was like, he brought us back into relevance after years and years of just awful coaches. We're talking Dick Jaron. Like, oh, oh that's a tough one. Okay. So How do you come back from it that? It was bad. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I derailed uh, you. Yeah, but. Was like, I was like, oh, man. I, I was just going to say, if we're talking about like tight ends that we let go, we let Greg Olson go to the Carolina Panthers and we just trade him away like he didn't matter. Craig Olson is one of the best receiving tight ends of all time as well. Yeah, and especially after he <laughs> left the Bears. I know, I know. But he would get wide open, gutting down the middle of the field. We're like, we could trade him. We'll be the same team without Greg Olson. I was like, wow. That was literally the end of like why anything was working on Chicago. I think that was around like 2009 when we just were like, oh, go to the Panthers, whatever, we don't need you. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, and then like, look what happened. He ended yeah. up playing with Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they went to a Super Bowl pretty soon afterwards. They did not win said Super Bowl, but that's kind of well, you know, that that's all Cam. Uh, then maybe the yeah. rest of the team. You know, it's all opinion. those bad hats he wears and awful ties. <laughs> it's like, look, dude, if I your do, choice in clothing I is have, that bad, I have so little. Then what hate. kind of quarterback are you going to be? You know what? Kills Nobody me knows. Is I have so little hate for Cam Newton, but everybody else does. But I'm like. You know, you know what he did that pissed everybody off was he was immediately interviewed after he lost the Super Bowl, and he's like, he's like, I'm real, real upset. And the media was like, wow, Cam Newton's upset, and he walked away. And he wouldn't talk to the media. Like, what if you lost the Super Bowl? Why would you still be up no, there? No, there's plenty of class acts that have walked away. That have not walked away. Have from not this. walked away. I you just know, think you're talking about Tom Brady has asked had to answer those questions. Sure. But I think that the Peyton fact Manning. that the, the reporters ask those hard questions of the guy and they expect them not to walk away, because I personally, if someone was like, well, you just lost the biggest game of your life, how do you feel? I'd be like, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, but you get paid feel. millions of dollars. No, of to course like, you get paid millions you know, of dollars, but, but, but the, the press dude. wants to dig deeper. They, they just want quotes. They want somebody to throw something out there that they can pin right back on you, and I think Cam Newton wasn't having it, and I don't really blame him for walking away from an angry press room. I don't think it was angry. I think it was like a toxic <clears throat> press room, and I think they were like literally looking oh, for Oh, there's no such thing. Him. It's like, dude, you're getting paid millions of dollars to stand up there at the party. I think the biggest thing answer. was he fumbled it, and he didn't go back and try and recover the football. He just fumbled, and he was so close to the goal line, because that's like basically why they lost the game. Well, he was under siege the whole game. He was game. under siege the whole game because his offensive line couldn't hold up against that Broncos defense. But I think yeah, that... But, that yeah, oh, I absolutely. Mean, I, think I mean, that it's Cam like Newton, Peyton Manning like, I didn't have to... spin this in the way that, like, I don't blame Cam Newton in the way the press blames Cam Newton. Okay, you can spin it whatever it's way little, you want to spin gonna, it, I'm but I'm just saying. Because the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't think... I think the reason they lost that game was his fault. I don't think what they did to Cam was right. And that, that actually bothers me a lot about sports press when they just hound somebody and they want them to look like a fuck up. And then they finally paint the guys a fuck up. And they're like, see, we told you all along. I'm like, okay, but, but, but also you guys are literally digging 
to like prove it's not like the uh, it's not like the R. Kelly thing where he stands up. He's like, everybody trying to pay me wrong. It's like it's like the opposite <laughs> of that. It's like, wow. It's, I mean, you just uh, made a huge jump. It was, there. A, it was a bit. You of a, went you went yeah. from like child molestation yeah, to okay, like right. I took it too far. I'd fumbling like, during the Super yeah. Bowl. Right? <laughs> that, that, that's a huge flipping jump. Kid. I'm just saying like the, the funny part about this whole situation is when people want players to be the villains. And this is totally true. The press wants that guy to be the villain no matter what. And you've probably seen it as a Patriots fan. They're like, like, no, 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 no. I'm used to players that keep their fucking mouth shut. That's oh, what I'm okay, used right, to. to I'm used to the canned responses. And actually, when I hear them from players who can throw it out there, uh, who's a good example? Um, well, I mean, outside if, of the Pats, outside the, of the Pats. Yeah, if, if you want to go back to like controversial players, you could say the Boz. Like yeah. back in the 80s, like the, the, the press wanted him to be the villain and he became yeah. a villain over time. But I mean, that's the thing. You give them nothing. They hated Dennis Rodman until all of a sudden they didn't for some reason. But, they but in really basketball, it's different, don't you think? Don't you think basketball is a little bit different? I think, I think the press trolls players hard sometimes and they will like. Yeah, but it's on you to answer correctly. Right, right, right. It, it is regardless. You know what I mean? Like, that's my point. Be responsible yeah. with the media. I mean, yeah. give them shit, you know, no, and keep like them in saying, the dock. Feed them like mushrooms. Yeah, they're paid a lot to have to handle this. And that's, well, what, what was it? And uh, be a fucking Marshawn leader for Lynch. crying out Marshawn loud. Lynch. Remember his uh, press responses? Uh, he was like, no comment. No comment. Yeah, but Don't dude, he got... Oh, okay, okay. I got all I'm the sympathy. So I'm <laughs> just here so I get paid. Did he say that? Like, yeah, I'm just here I so know. I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't, I don't get, get fired. fired. I know. That was one I of know. my favorite quotes. I was like, okay, the press might be a little a little out of out of control. This but he also got <laughs> crucified, right? Like once saying. During his interviews him. in college. Yeah, they went after him. Yeah. And he learned like early on, he's like, don't give them anything because they'll come back to like. But there's a way to do that. There's a way to do that. Like the way the Patriots do it. Like Belichick is on that that same uh, wavelength. Well, Belichick, yeah, he'll smile. He'll say, we had a tough game. Yeah. We're on to Cleveland. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God. He's like. Well, and he said it before, too. He's like, look, do you understand how much other teams give away of their game plan, not only for the week that they lost, but the week that they're going into to the press? He's like, 90% 90 of the edge I have is because of the big-mouthed idiot coaches. Yeah, who just talk. Yeah, exactly. Playoffs? Yeah. Exactly. You want to talk playoffs? And, you know, they're not saying that, but they're going on the Practice, local sorry. radio broadcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? Well, Practice. Every, yeah, everyone's going after Allen Iverson back then, too. And that that's a great documentary if you want to check that out. Because, like, Iverson was... Oh, my like, God, dude. His wife took everything from I him. I know. That is a really good story. And then, actually, after his like wife story, actually gave story. him, like, a paycheck when he wasn't playing in the league anymore, yeah. he still effed it up. I was yeah. just like, dude... How do you f this up twice? Yeah, like there, there's a ah man. I guess we got wildly off topic, but I think it's a really interesting topic that the press goes after players, and I think it's totally true. But they go after coaches, and yes, you can't feed the press; they are the trolls. You cannot feed the trolls. No, but at the same time, like they do pick their guys, and they will just endlessly like look and like look to pick a player apart. And I think Cam Newton was totally part of that. 
Yeah, he was a part of that, but here's the deal. Again, there are examples throughout the NFL where it's like, hey, this is how you act to the press. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, right, right, right. you know, like, well, like Cal Ripken Jr., like famously yeah. great interview, like good post game, just classy player. Yeah, exactly. You just want to exude class. You want to exude class, uh, answer the questions in a way that everybody's not going to be offended, right. but nobody's going to be like, he's making too much of a splash. Because that's the last thing you want yeah. from your leader, right. where all of a sudden, all the other players have to answer for him. Yeah, they're like, so, so that's our leader. And like, hey, by the way, we, we didn't necessarily agree with what he just said. So like, I don't know where that was coming from. Um, all right. So like wildly off topic, obviously, uh, congrats to Gronk. Great nine years in the league. Uh, and, you know, maybe the press should occasionally back off of some people or play, players just to like, you know, stop, stop doing that. It's very trollish. Nobody likes a troll. Well, we're all going to miss the spike, kid. You we're know what I mean? miss the Gronk spike. Nobody is not going to miss the Gronk spike. Yeah. Here it comes. Oh, there's yeah, a spike. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was nice because I remember the it's NFL It's like a was, good sneeze. Yeah, the NFL was... <laughs> The NFL was penalizing players for over excessive like celebration, and uh, you know they let Gronk's fly, and I'm like, thank you because it makes the game fun. Like if players can't celebrate at all after like a great play, like what the, you know why? Are yeah, we, why? Are we and then that? all of a sudden the spike was legal. You there know, you go. Like, there hey, the spike was legal. Spike that thing in the fucking ceiling, kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm like ninety percent sure he's like a broadcaster already. All right, so Jay, do you want to go down the uh, free agent uh, crazy acquisitions, trades, moves throughout the NFL? Because we've got no. I want to fucking talk about this Dolan encounter. This fucking douchebag. Oh yeah, dude. no, no, that's that's like two topics from now. Well, you, you know what? We're, we're, we're going out we're of just, topic. I'm, I'm hot about it. I want to. I want to okay, handle so this right jump? now. Okay, so James Dolan. I came up with fuck a topic. this guy. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Jay. Let me introduce it. So for those of you who don't know what's going on, uh, which is I'm fair. fucking pissed about he's, this. He's upset about it. Uh, so here's here's the overall topic is I found a topic of fans, owners, and players behaving badly, which honestly, you know, it happens. Happen. People get heated. Um, but we found some real bad examples lately. And, uh, and one of the worst examples is James Dolan, the New York Knicks uh, owner and me and Justin just watched this clip and I've, I've had it pulled up for a couple of weeks. This is kind of a little bit like dated news. Um, but, but what James Dolan did was a fan, uh, at the Knicks game said, uh, sell the team like as a heckler, you know, and he's a Knicks fan. The, the kids wearing a Knicks shirt and, and, and James Dolan goes, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, you sell the team. He's like, well, how about you watch all the games on TV from now on? And, and then, then he sends the security he, detail yeah. up to the guy to kick him out, and, and then he's ban him for life. life from the New York Knicks. Okay, this that is, is Knicks fucking fan. bullshit, it's dude. Terrible. I've never seen a fan. Uh, no, I've never seen this type of situation. I've seen fans get banned. No, no, no. This is garbage. Like, look, if you're not throwing beer at a player. Right. right. If you're the last guy standing there at a Knicks game after you just got smoked. Yeah, and they usually do. Yes. And after your team just got smoked and you're still one of the Knicks fans standing in the stands after everybody fought traffic maybe to get the, the hell fans, out of there. the fans just passionate. Yeah. And you're standing there and the owner walks by. You, know, you want to know something? If you're that dude, 
you have every right to say something. You watch every game on TV. You support that team no matter what. You buy their fucking merchandise. Right. You fucking follow that team with all that you have. And you're there yeah. after everybody's piled out. Yeah. And you see the owner and you gotta get you got a chance to give him a piece of your mind. Right. And all he can do is tell you to fuck off. Like yeah. fuck you, dude. Right. right. You shouldn't even own a fucking team, Dolan. You well, don't even deserve that, that bullshit. Thin, like, what do you think of the press? Like, what do you think the odds are him? now we can get him on the show? James <laughs> Dolan or the yeah. fan? No, James Dolan. James I would. Dolan. I would love this. I, I'd be down to get James. Yeah. Dolan. No. No. I no. Love I want to tell me what. What are you thinking? Why was he so angry yeah. that the fans? Now, why don't you just say get him out of here, bouncing from the game? Why does he have to be banned for I life? I mean, I can't call him a fucking douchebag to his face because he'll just get off the show. But <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we gotta like, you know, massage him like you do everybody else, like give him so, a bunch of lies. So, so look, I really respect what you've done with the, you. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Oh my god! This is from the article on ESPN. This is James Dolan's response. The ban is only coming from the fact that we now have learned he planned it. They were stalking me. You can't do that in Madison Square Garden. You are. Oh, who's stalking you? He's like the last guy in the fucking stands, dude. Like the two hundred levels, like, like way back. And had seats oh, nowhere and you know- near the stage, and uh, uh, sorry, near the court, and and James Dolan comes by. But he was in the first tier. This is like on the level of, and then I have another article about this. Uh, Connor McGregor, Connor McGregor, Jesus Christ, uh, Connor McGregor, pull it together, Tom. Grabbed, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Connor McGregor, it's a lot of G's. Connor <laughs> McGregor. One of my favorite fighters of all time, to be honest. It's, he's such a... He's a badass. UFC he's a badass. Fighter. Me and my it wife watched him fight when uh, he fought uh, Mayweather in oh, Thailand. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't... All the Asians were going for McGregor. <laughs> oh, they hate, Mc, they hate Mayfield. Mayweather. They hate him. Mayweather. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, sorry. We're gonna, we don't even need to... Uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Popped in my head <laughs> for a second. Hate, they hate the Cleveland Browns. No, uh, they really the do. <laughs> The reality of Conor McGregor is that he's the most watchable ticket. Like, you'll always watch him. He's a killer MMA fighter. He's a great MMA fighter. But he's out of his fucking tree. But that's also why you tune in. Like, this is like. Can we go back to Dolan, though? Why are we still talking about Conor McGregor? Because Conor McGregor took a fan's cell phone from him and broke it directly in front of him. He smashed it. And and the guy was just taking a picture, and he was like, "Oh my God, Conor McGregor's here!" This is on that. Well, level wouldn't you Dolan expect did. that from Conor McGregor, though? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not from an Not a from team an owner, owner of, of the. Yeah. Nets. No. If if, if it was Dana so much, White, I you know, you know, like one of the most famous uh, famous Knicks fans is uh, John Stewart from Daily Show, and he was always like, he's like, uh, well, yeah, where the fuck is he on this? Oh, Mr. Every Man. Yeah, I, I would love to know because I'm sure John Stewart's like, really? This guy? No, he's like, no, I can afford courtside. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> so many years of The Daily Show has done well. And this guy didn't actually, like, he wasn't in, like, the nosebleeds, dude. He was, no. like, in the first few rows, like, yeah. right where the players walked by to go into the locker room. That's where he was sitting. So, I'm I mean, saying, he paid, like, $500 yeah. for those tickets. You you look at uh, an owner walking up to a fan and banning him for life. You look at uh, McGregor walking up to a guy and breaking his cell phone in front of him for doing nothing. This, that's why I say there's a similarity because it's both aggressive behavior that is totally unwarranted. No, as a player, all right, look, mm-hmm. I make a hard delineation, right? 
if you're charging me money for seats, yes, I have the right to say whatever the fuck I want to you. Well, it is because you are the vendor. It's when you. But if you're the player, selling a bad product. If you're like going after the entertainment, then I have a problem with that. I I actually actually have a real problem with that. Where it's like, dude, you can't throw beers at players. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. things well, like that. Yeah. They're the entertainment. They're and, the and that, show. And that goes towards like what we're But if you're the is. owner and I f- I'm not happy yeah. with the service you're providing for the tickets I just paid for, yeah. you got Let every me, right to fucking hear it from me. Oh, absolutely. I think I think if you're a fan is dissatisfied in that moment, you can say anything that's not And racist. not get banned from the fucking stadium. That's yeah, bullshit. If it was racist, yeah, fine. Okay, maybe. Uh, uh, what's he gonna say, you honky know. dumbass? Like, like if like anybody would care, right? If he personally attacked the guy verbally or physically or whatever, but all this guy did was say sell the team, which is like kind of like okay, I don't trust your ownership, and it's hurtful for sure. But it's not like you, you this, you that. It's more like no, I just watched your full New York Knicks game, and the Knicks are garbage, and this is because of you. Plus, they traded Porzingis to the Mavericks. So, like, now they literally have nobody. It's like, I don't know. Well, and not only that, dude. It's the fucking Knicks. They've been losing for decades. This guy's got yeah. every right to fucking say this thing. Yes. Yeah, to yeah, the yeah. owner when he sees him. Sure. And this was his only chance. And what's that owner going to do? He's going to continue to show up to Knicks games, continue to have front row tickets, or right. box service, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. Drive home to his mansion yeah. in his goddamn Maserati. And you're like, dude, you're going to throw some guy out who questioned your ownership for five seconds. Forever. Forever. Yeah, I'm like... That's fucking garbage. This is on you being a diva at this point. Yeah, James Dolan, get on the podcast. We'd love to hear a response. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) totally. I would love to cook you over a fucking open flame. I'd love to You fucking prick. I'd love to hear your answer for for why. I'll be nice, though. I won't use those terms. I would assume so. (laughs) You know, everybody knows Justin at this point. He's a very nice guy. All right, so on a, I'm like know, a real reporter. Yeah, I have hard hitting questions. He's, he's, yeah, he's, oh shit! Uh, I like that it went full circle. All right, so aside from uh, the you know altercations, those two, especially including McGregor, where he broke a guy's phone for no freaking reason. Yeah, don't mess with the players, man. I mean, I mean, just so, don't, okay. just don't do it. Okay, so then we. Got, it's the show. You don't touch the is, show. This is we work in entertainment. We know this. Well, it's like. Just maybe heckle a little less. I don't know if some people can turn that off. By the way, your friends sitting next to you are not happy that you're the one yelling this shit like at people. So like, don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like your, your uh, girlfriend next to you, she's like, yeah, no, no, he's he's hard to be around at games. I'm looking for a new boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, so we have a a related article: jazz ban a fan permanently uh, after he yelled at Westbrook. Uh, now, there's a couple stories on this. This is about Russell Westbrook. Uh, this is what he said, what the fan said he said, was uh, he said, get on your knees like you're used to, to uh, Russell Westbrook, who's obviously Oklahoma State Thunder, one of the biggest stars in the NBA. 
uh, this is a white fan yelling at Westbrook. Why was he so offended by that? Why was Westbrook? Because it's racist. <laughs> Get on your knees like you're used to was like saying like you're that was, a slave. Uh, that's what they call sarcasm, Tom. Oh, okay. You right. don't have to explain hey, this to me. All right, all right. Well, I'm just trying to explain it for the people listening and also because I didn't <laughs> In case they missed the last <laughs> fucking 300 years of uh, uh, American history. Of American history. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, dick. Yeah, the, that's fair. The funny part about about this story is that the fan said he said something different, but I think everybody else in the stadium heard him tell Russell Westbrook to get on your knees like you're used to. So that guy's banned for life. And then Westbrook told him, uh, well, Westbrook was basically about to fight him, which is a fair response, I would, I would think. Well, like I said, if you're going to fuck with the show, that's what I mean. It's like, look, uh, if you're the guy heckling the comedian, right? Right. If well, you're the yeah, one like, throwing eggs at the dancers, right. right? You deserve to go. You don't get to come back. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You didn't like not think that was going to happen. Like if you thought that wasn't going to happen, you're delusional. <laughs> like, like no, the, the guy saying sell the team. That's to me, that's a wildly different form of heckling than what, what Westbrook was. Look, dude, to. I mean, Here's the thing is like this generation, like we didn't experience like the Terry O'Reilly's where like you talk shit and he would like climb into the stands with his skates on. (laughs) It's like knock you out. (laughs) I I, I get that. That fans are crossing the line. Run our test. I put him in that category. He just jumped into there at that that famous uh, Pistons Pacers game and just started swinging at everybody and and so did a lot of other players and that was, oh yeah that, honestly that's kind of one of my favorite like replays <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's, it's like he's laying he's on the laying like on box the guy and like th- those guys have no business fighting like six foot four NBA no you should have seen the guy <laughs> he actually because awesome. <laughs> he wasn't the dude who threw the bit right like, oh yeah yeah the yeah. dude who oh, threw the yeah. bear is the one who missed the punch yep. and the guy who was in the row behind him <laughs> was like five foot six he's like oh, my man. size just like he's yeah. just sitting there trying to enjoy the no, game right yeah yeah you you know what like okay fans <laughs> do need to be checked you guys just like us like if me and justin are at a game we're gonna talk some shit talk some smack that's a new name uh but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna which go, is why we have a segment called schwagger says sorry schwagger says sorry we yeah apologize. but we're gonna go in being like i'm not gonna say some weird fucked up shit that will like like literally be like taking the whole country back 200 years to like slavery era and you know at the same time like i'm not gonna let stuff go if it's like well like someone does something really stupid i'll be like hey like this is like a terrible way to run a team. And like, I'll say that, but I don't expect to be kicked out. No. And like not banned for life. I'll be like, you know, I'm critical only because I want the team to win. No, you know, again, this is where I'm at with it. Racist because you start fucking, that's bad. (laughs) You start fucking with the show, right? Like, you know, the players, let them do their thing. Don't like, don't talk that kind of trash. Right. Yeah, I you mean, know, I mean, you could have a little fun with it. Right, like, look, you, you could you could talk trash because that's kind of like what's fun about going to a live game is I, I don't think I wouldn't talk a little bit of smack, but like, you know, oh, dude, you know, I I've seen a rod in Fenway. You don't think I've talked shit. I mean, I, I was like out in left field going, hey, a rod. 
How's that contract working out for you? <laughs> How many rings you won at this point? And this was like 20 years ago. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like, think, you know, I think you're allowed to talk a little smack. Especially yeah. if you're like the home team, the home crowd. It's a lot of money, A-Rod. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> right. you, you, know, you know, you just want to get in their head. But then you start throwing the like, you know, well, racial slurs out yeah, there. Like, and then, and like, then it's the like, we, all right, you stepped over in line. Kid. Yeah, the, the, Now you deserve to get your ass well, beat. Well, this is what I want to hit, hit with you. Uh, is the Tyreek Hill, like, they threw a beer on him at the Patriots game. Yes, yes. That's bad. That's real bad. Okay, I don't so, think anything's more disrespectful than that. And I'm that not going to defend bad. this, but I will uh, talk about this as a Boston sports fan. There is... There's a lot of crazy... There's a generational gap. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there are people that grew up behind me that not through any fault of their own, had parents that were... This is uh, very politically diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> that were less than as far as racial values go. And... You got a lot of racist white people. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I, mean, I apologize to Tyree <laughs> Kill on behalf of Boston fans everywhere. Because yeah. we are not like that, no, dude. don't chuck beers at places. Hey, listen. I'll drink beers with fucking Yankees fans, all right? Yeah. Most of my fans... Most of my friends would never say that. I think, crucially, don't throw things at players. Yeah. There's no reason to that criticize should, someone for where they're from or the color of their skin or, yeah. you know, whatever your background yeah. is. Like, like again, Schwager says, sorry, right? I shouldn't be saying the word retarded, positive and negative. Well, it's part of your Boston upbringing. Yeah, well, you know, it is. <laughs> it is people behind me. But my point is, is like... Don't be shouting that stuff at players. No, and and uh, on the those are the three rules, right? Right. Like, you you keep it together enough to like not stoop to that level, and you're fine with me. And I'm like, hey, you might have said some things that were like, hey, man, you suck. Like to me, I'm like, well, players probably hear that all the time. That wouldn't even. I'm like, okay, well, that's just standard. Like, don't do that, but like, fine. Like, you're just in the middle of the game, you're heated, you're having fun, and then you say something shitty. But I think when it gets like, I'm going to throw a beer on you, yeah, like, I'm going to be racist You've taken to it you. over the freaking line, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, and That's not around, okay. Like, your girl doesn't want to be with you there at that game. No. She's like, she's like, okay, like, I regret this decision times a billion. Yeah, but not only that, dude. Like, let's just say for a second yeah. that you end up in an Uber with a guy who owns Uber. You're not going to have something to say to him. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, and he should kind of know that based on what he just got himself into. And again, I really think that it's bullshit that some guy got banned from the Knicks stadium. Mm-hmm. Be- because again, the Knicks have sucked consistently. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. because you had something to say to ownership, that yeah. was legitimate. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't deserve to own a team. You big D bag. Mm-hmm. You're fucking ousted from the stadium. But yeah, then again, no, it's, it's on a nuts. weekly basis, they're yelling garbage at the players that most of these people can come back. I just think like... Not a lot the, of them, The but. penalty doesn't relate to remotely to the crime. Like, it seems no. way over the top. All right, Jay, you ready to uh, hit the Mike Trout uh, situation? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. Here we go. All right, so we are talking... Four hundred and twenty-six point five million dollars. I looked it up. It's not four hundred thirty million, but it's pretty close. Uh, this guy's getting paid a hundred thousand dollars a day for the next twelve years of his life. Mike Trout is twenty-six. 
he's as good, if not better, than Babe Ruth based on his MVP voting. Uh, he's probably one of the most dominant baseball players we'll ever see in our lifetime. 12 years, $430 million. Granted, we talked a lot about Bryce Harper and Manny Machado in the previous podcast. Um, what's your take on this extremely large contract to stay with the Angels? My question is to the Angels management, because granted, Mike Sosha is gone, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they have one or two players yeah. behind him that are really great, Yep, um, no doubt. But what is your plan? For the future, because like mm-hmm. I don't think it's this season, yeah. And it's you don't, you don't have the viewership, you don't have the fan base to actually justify this purchase of Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. That's my point. It's like, look, you don't have money to spend against the cap, because, like, dude, the Angels are always in the mix every season. I get it. Yeah. But they didn't make the fucking playoffs last season. That's yeah, they're, bullshit. They're like a 500 team, a little over 500. And you signed a guy. Yeah. You pretty much re-signed the fucking whole team you had last season and only changed the manager. How yeah. the hell? And for more money, how the hell do you plan on uh, replenishing this team, filling up your bullpen? You know what I mean? I like, mean, I mean, okay, so the Angels won the World Series against the San Francisco Giants. That was, like, the biggest thing because they beat Barry Bonds in, like, the height of the Barry Bonds era. Yeah, so how long like, ago was that? It was about 18, maybe maybe 17 years ago. But uh, uh, when you look at what the Angels have done since, it's been a lot of frustration. They got poo holes from the Cardinals. They and- struggled against the Red Sox for fucking years. Like, yeah, granted, yeah. had the Red Sox been a weaker team, you yeah. know, uh, during a lot of those playoff series, they might have ended up in the AL championship right, instead right, right. of the Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a team that was something for a while now wants to be something again and but how are you gonna spend more money to keep the same fucking players that's my point right you didn't make the fucking playoffs up they need new yes they They need to change up their lineup they need a a minor league team uh that or a minor league you know they need what is their farm system do you know their farm system has improved rapidly i actually did do a lot of research into that part um it used to be ranked uh 29th in the league now it's ranked seventh so they're looking at a lot of upcoming minor league guys that they're thinking they can flesh out the roster with that's why they want to they want to build something around mike trout they want a steady uh player they don't want to lose him I think that was the the reason for the contract. They, they feel like it's the Babe Ruth, but they feel like their farm system's going to fill in the gaps. And, and I'll bet you anything, it's related directly to that Machado and Harper contracts where they're seeing teams do splashy deals for like life. You're on this team for life. We don't want you going anywhere. And then they're like, well, somebody's going to bid. And I bet they're probably more than anything afraid of the St. Louis Cardinals. And, you know, as a Cubs fan, I'm like, you should be afraid of the Cardinals. <laughs> they're they're consistently good. Yes, true. Um, Although I'd rather see the Cubbies win than the Cardinals. I love watching the Cardinals lose. I don't know what that is. It's it's just that level of like the Cardinals have been there so much in the modern era. They're they're very good and yeah, they've they've won enough for now. Um so actually you there was a contract that the Cardinals just gave out to Paul Goldschmidt and what's crazy is this guy had never played a game for the Cardinals. They acquired him in the offseason uh, from the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
Uh, he's a free agent, and they got Goldschmidt, and then they just signed him to a five-year deer, uh, five-year deal. Five-year deer. Five-year deer. Herder. Herder. Uh No, they signed they signed Gold Goldschmidt to a five-year deal before he's even played a game for the organization because they're like, we literally don't want another team to steal him from us. And I think that's what the Mike Trout signing was. He's like, we don't want someone like the Baltimore Orioles to be like, well, we got money sitting around. Like, why don't we just hire him? Or like, you know, the Miami Marlins where it's like, yeah, like they've got nobody on the roster after Stanton left. So it's like, uh, I think Trout's there specifically because – because the Angels are so afraid that another team's going to take him. And, like, like imagine if... Well, looks, another AL team, that's what they don't sure, want. Sure, yeah, absolutely. They're like, imagine if another team just snatched him up. Now, had it team. been the Dodgers or, you know, whoever else in the NL, yeah. I think that would have been a different story. I think they sure. would have been like, that's fine. Let him go compete in the NL. He's yeah. not going to hurt us. Yeah. In our playoff standings. Mm-hmm. I think um, I I have a theory that a lot of players might be leaving maybe the Dodgers soon to go play for the Angels. And I think that this specific signing will show because the organization suddenly seems like it cares again. And I think you're dealing with the Dodgers team that's lost two World Series in a row. I'm wondering if the Dodgers don't start leaking players to the Angels. And I'm actually really curious about that. Um, really? That, yeah. That's your theory? That My theory is that someone like, Clayton Kershaw might eventually go to the Angels, which is pretty wild. That's my wild, crazy theory, y'all. Um, all right, so we're going to move There on. it is. We're going to move on because we've hit uh, those topics pretty hard. Uh, we're just going to do a quick uh, recap of the NFL free agency, which has been... Oh, this is juicy. Shit. Oh, Nuts. man. Yeah. Here we go. Everybody get excited. All right, let's start with the first and the foremost... Le'Veon Bell to the New York Jets. So I think that is a huge move in the AFC East. Right. Because you guys are in the AFC East. Yeah, that's Patriots. Well, no, I'm not you guys. I'm, you know, a Patriots fan. No, but I yeah. mean, like, uh, as, as, you know, the Patriots are in the AFC East. That's yes. what I'm saying. So yeah. now you're competing against Le'Veon Bell. Dude, and what are you going to do against him? Now, all of a sudden, you've got to draft and build your team against Le'Veon Bell. Because guess what? You're going to see him twice a fucking year. Yep. Like, look, yeah. you can dink and dunk to, like, minor receivers that, like, you know, I think came up. go over 500, like, immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah. and not only that, you always have that fucking pass-off option. Mm-hmm. Look at the way the Rams did it, right, uh, yeah. with Todd Gurley. You yeah. can do that with Le'Veon Bell often, yeah. all of a sudden. Right, like you could own the AFC East. Yes, it 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 is a game changer move. I know that everyone's saying like, oh, he didn't get the same money he get. Uh, he didn't get the same money he would have gotten to be franchise tagged in, in Pittsburgh, but now he has guaranteed but money. Can we can we segue into that into yes. the whole thing that sure. like big Big Ben was basically running the Steelers, right? Like, right, 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 right. Which was a huge shock to me, in my mind, because I was like, oh, I always thought it was Tomlin that had lost the locker room. Yeah. I didn't realize that ownership... It might have been Roethlisberger. Ownership had given Roethlisberger the green light to run the team and yeah, run the offense yeah. over Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I was like, that is fucking huge no, news. It's it's a big it's a big uh, story. I consider it part of kind of the smear campaign against Roethlisberger, so I'm not 
fully on board with that. No, I am because he like fucking cornered a woman and made her suck his dick. I mean, <laughs> that's why I, I'm only I, laughing because I'm like, well, that's actually a valid. Tommy's point. not laughing because he's sexist. I'm not laughing because it's. Like I don't condemn. No, I mean, like, dude, he's a fucking rapist. <laughs> I, I mean, it's fucking bullshit. He's still in the league. I know. Uh, Why is he still playing? Two types. Oh, dude, game. if Tom Brady had done that, I mean, Robin Kraft oh, is getting fucking well, well, nailed to the wall well, for a hand job. Well, I mean, we haven't seen on, the video dude. yet. It's We're about, about to. Break. It's about to break. <laughs> TMZ Hashtags top. things TMZ. you never wanted to see. No, you don't. Anyways. We're going to watch it regardless. But no, we TMZ, will. TMZ in real time. Guys. We'll give you the real time reaction, folks. <laughs> but oh, I'm just saying. Or, I'm just saying. Just screaming. Ben LaRoethlisberger <laughs> actually raped somebody, okay? Uh, I'm only laughing because I'm like, it's a very good point. I I was just trying to talk I'm just football. saying, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Football. You know what I mean? It's like, it's bullshit. And, and now he's like yeah. running an NFL well, offense well, like, and management to like, to like spin. No, I want to throw to Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, fuck oh, you, man. Juju Smith-Schuster is great. He's but, great. But to, it's to, like, instead of Antonio to, Brown. To spin, yeah, to spin it to what's been happening, Antonio Brown gone. Le'Veon Bell, Bell gone. gone. So those guys are obvious signs that they wanted to leave a Roethlisberger run team. I think the... That does say a lot. It says a significant amount. So we hit that amazingly hard. I uh, did. I did. I'm yeah, sorry, was, folks. I was like, whoa. I fucking hate Big Ben. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, you rapist motherfucker. All right. All right. Uh, you know, right, Tom right, Brady right, might right. actually wear a MAGA hat, but you know what? He didn't rape nope. anybody, okay? He oh, just dated supermodels. Uh, well. I didn't rape somebody in a Pittsburgh bathroom. So my next big (laughs) giant move is Odell Beckham Jr. to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, man. Which is a monster Okay, nobody so saw this. Nobody saw. I didn't see. Nobody knew this was coming. And this is another this is sign. Wild. The Pittsburgh fans can suck it. Left, white, oh, right, and they sideways. Think, did they think they were getting OBJ? Uh, I don't think they thought they were getting OBJ, but look at that fucking team now, dude. What yeah. a different team. Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield throwing to Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, like the Browns. Have Hold on, wait a second. Who else did they pick up? They've had a huge. Yeah, the Browns had a huge off season already. And what's funny is that, like, I think Odell Beckham Jr. was uh, like the Giants. All they needed to do was not resign him to a contract, but because they did, now they're losing something like twenty four million dollars in their cap space because they they resigned him and that, now they traded him, and it's like they. And then, and then they just signed Golden Tate to replace Odo Beckham Jr., which is even weirder and a stranger move. And I don't know what the Giants are doing. Like, and and dude, well, I dude, I'm stoked I mean, they're fucking literally middling in mediocrity because they recommitted to Eli Manning for some reason out of nowhere when everyone was like, "Aren't you done with Eli?" Like. Isn't nope, nope, nope. They want to like recommit. Oh no, I love this shit. Yeah, I love watching so, New York yeah. teams just suck it up. No, I mean, they- no, this is gonna be awesome, dude. <laughs> oh my, dude, my, I hope my ex girlfriend listens to this podcast, and I'm gonna be like, hey, honey, guess what? I broke up with you, and the Giants suck. Uh, Eat it. Well, they need a new quarterback there, just like the. Oh no, dude, they got this. <laughs> they got the short bus quarterback in the fucking NFL. It's bullshit. I mean, it's like, hey, no, it's not bullshit. It's fantastic. All Boston fans would be like, hey, listen, you keep Eli. 
Yeah. You have your you have your two against us. That's fine. Yeah. Your miracle fucking catches, right? At the fucking end uh, zone. Mario Manningham <laughs> and David Tyree. Two names that nobody, nobody will knows. ever remember. Nobody, except nobody for fucking me. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um all right. So we're gonna move on from that one because I think we think the Browns are gonna be great now. No, they're gonna be sick next they, season. They actually sound pretty sick on paper. As long as Odell Black and Junior doesn't like yeah. go and hug the fucking uh you know, water cooler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even then, it's like, come on. What an idiot. Can you believe that shit? No, no, no. no. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. I'm sorry, Tommy. So close to moving on. No, you're not moving on. (laughs) All right, we're going back to ODB because, like, dude, that shit on the sidelines, that shit weirded me the fuck out, dude. That shit where he's, like, hugging the fucking, you know, goalposts and kissing them and, like, all that garbage. What was that? I don't know. Do you he's, even he's know? He's a wideout. He's oh. a weird guy. It like, look, not it, that I didn't it, mind it, the Giants losing. I did. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he, I didn't mind it yeah. at all. I don't think it's explainable, and I don't really know what he's doing either. Uh, I'm with you, but I'm also like... Uh, Tommy's more, ready to move no, on. No, no. More importantly, I want to hit Nick Foles to the Jaguars, because oh, I think man. that's one of the bigger moves in oh, the whole offseason, because now yeah. you're talking one of the most dominant postseason quarterbacks on a team that just simply had Blake Bortles, well, who's now on the Rams. <laughs> but I had questions, though. I had questions on sure, this one. Sure. So that defense completely fell apart last year. Yes. And all those personalities came out in the yeah. worst way. Do you think the Jaguars can actually pull it back together uh, as a team well, to actually I, make a run again? Because that defense was in tatters. By the end of the season. I think they haven't had any leadership, and I think that Nick Foles brings that. And I think that he can just come in and say, I'm one of the tallest quarterbacks in the league. I've won a Super Bowl. I've played backup, and I deserve to have a shot running a team. And I think people will listen to him as a veteran quarterback. I think he creates a presence, and I think Blake Bortles never had that. And I don't think he ever had the locker room. No, he was always questioned. Yeah. He was always questioned as I mean, a the quarterback moment, and in the media. Yeah, the moment Allen Robinson went to the Bears and started getting touchdowns and getting great receptions again, we're like, you know, obviously came off an injury, but at the same time, we're like, you know, Bortles is the kind of guy, there's literally a replay of this where he threw it into his own player's foot and it bounced off of his own player's foot into an opposing cornerback's hands. And this is this is the type of interception Bortles would... Bortles is like the interception machine of all time. He beats out Jay Cutler for interceptions. And then we're talking Nick Foles, who's like cares about his teammates and like will go to war with them. I think you're looking at a whole different locker room. I think you're thinking the Jags are going to come back in a big way. No, guaranteed, dude. Yeah. Tom Coughlin is yeah. actually, uh, you know, running that offense. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to have a completely different team next season with the yeah, Jags. Yeah. And I'm actually scared a in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. somehow we end up playing the AFC well, South cause, every year. Because, you know, year. the Broncos aren't doing shit with Flacco. So it's like, you guys, oh, you guys are God. right there. John Elway. <laughs> Can we have a serious conversation? You're a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yes, he but is. you make the dumbest decisions with personnel. Yes. You literally squandered. Vaughn Miller's career over the last fucking three seasons. 
Yeah. With garbage, garbage quarterbacks. That I'm is. sorry to Case Keenum, but it wasn't you. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> you were great on the Vikes, kid. Yeah. You know? I mean, for like a few games and then not even. All right, Jay, what? are you ready for this lightning round? Let's do this uh, fucking thing. And just a quick update about the NCAA tournament, because I know we said we would talk about it. Uh, Duke very narrowly beat you of Central Florida tonight. Uh, and that was a big, like, okay, maybe Duke is not infallible. Uh, I would say that the NCAA tournament has very few surprises this year. The number one seeds, by and large, are cruising through that that bracket. But Duke almost losing was a big update. Um, I don't know. I think it just says that, like, you know, it's the NCAA tournament. It's March Madness. It's called Madness for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just get ready for, like, gamblers to be like, oh, my God, why? <laughs> like, well, dude, they're just passing those gambling laws now, too, right? Yeah, like, I mean, gamble everywhere, not just Vegas. Yeah, it's, like, nuts. So. Like, again, I am waiting for the day that they start fucking gambling on the Little League World Series. Like, and, that is and, coming. In so many ways. It's so wrong. It's, it's so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. It's so wrong. You're Those like, kids are teenagers, for fuck's sake. <laughs> what the hell, man? You're like, you're like, he didn't hit that home run like we thought he would. It's like, uh, yeah, well, he's, he's real young, and he doesn't really... He's uh, underage. Can't yeah, even have sex, technically. Know. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know the, what, the world of the crazy gambling industry. All right, Schwaggers, here's our lightning round. And our first question is, what is your favorite Will Ferrell sports movie? Blades of Glory, bro, my brother. Which is one of the best ice skating movies ever made. Which is tough to find a good, good ice skating movie. It is, it is hard. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I would just go Talladega Nights because it's yes. the ultimate NASCAR Classic. movie. Shake and bang. I want to go uh, fast. Yep. And, uh, you know... It's, he's like, you're either your first or last or you last. He's like, I never said that. <laughs> it's so good. Must've been high, Bob. Must've been high, Bob. <laughs> All right. So that's, uh, that for those at home counting, that's 38 seconds in, we're doing a 90 second timer and we're going to let you know the end times for each topic. All right. This is a great one submitted by one Jay Gagnon sitting next to me. Who's better, Connor McGregor or Mighty Mouse? Oh, dude, Mighty Mouse. Which is actually a very valid point. Um, the reason you say Mighty Mouse is because he's won significantly more, and he's undefeated, I think, in all belt fights for his class. Yeah, of course. And, you know, going throughout a 50-year career, I mean, he's got the most wins. So he might be all right. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, Conor McGregor, look. I think Conor McGregor is the most watchable UFC fighter of all time. Yes, and the fact that he tried to... Uh, a lot of people shat on him for the... Uh, well, the Mayweather fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I really give Conor respect for bringing the UFC to boxing. Mm-hmm. However, I do think he made a foolish stand. I was like, look, man. He's way better at straight-up UFC fights. Yes, he is, but those fights are short, and they're ended easily, right? Well, and and I don't think he had the stamina that Mayweather had. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing about Mayweather. I, I do not like Mayweather, like... In, no, nobody in, likes I Mayweather, think, I think but he's the most unlikable guy of all time. But look sport. at his cardio, man! He crushed. Yes, he is so fucking McGregor, dude. Yeah. It, it was stupid. Yeah. So, long story short, Mighty Mouse. That's what we decided. Yeah. Five seconds left on that one, so minute twenty-five to answer that guy. 
You're welcome at home. All right. Uh, <laughs> now, who's a better team? The 0 and 16 Lions or the 0 and 16 Browns? Justin, go. The 0 and 16 Lions. Because they had Matt Stafford. Yeah, at least they had something kind of eventually working their way. The 0 and 16 Browns, that was like a literal travesty. It was so bad. I was like, and then they almost like won a game. They were like two, and then they got like a call reverse, and then they lost it. So they almost went. Their fucking top number one draft pick is now in the CFL. Yeah, well, well the XFL, you know, whatever the now fuck. Now he's in the AA the Alliance of American Football. Anyway, I don't give a it's, fuck. It's wild because that was one of the worst draft picks of all time. So we're just gonna go ahead and say. Oh, and 16 Lions. Yes, please. All right, so that is with 47. Sans Josh Gordon. Sans Josh Gordon. (laughs) Poor Josh Gordon. Yeah, I know. He's, you know. He likes the drugs too much. He does like the drugs a lot. He likes the cocaine. He likes the cocaine. All right, so next we're going uh, the best Patriots team, the most recent team to win the Super Bowl, or the first team to win the Super Bowl. Swaggers go. No, I would say the team that beat the Falcons is my favorite. That's not one of your two options. Oh, okay. What are my two options? It has to be the most recent team, 2018 Patriots, or it has to be the original team, the 2002 Patriots. Ooh, that's actually a really good one. Yeah. I like that. Um, I would say uh, the 2002 Patriots. Interesting. Why do you say that? The defense. Okay. And the offense, actually, uh, Troy Brown. Yeah. Um, I think they had a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a good mix of team and the budding Tom Brady. Yeah, right? they had a much younger quarterback. Yes. Ready to let go and jet around the field. I think all around they had a better team. Gotcha. Okay. So that took us a minute and four to answer. All right, our next topic, and this is 90 seconds on the clock. Who was the better looking, or who is the better looking quarterback, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Ah, uh, dude, Tom Brady. I mean, I I hesitate because I think Brees is a little bit more jacked, but I think the bald thing, like he just needs to go full bald, like that that hairline is real. Yeah, well just back there. eliminate it, bro. I'm like eliminate the fucking like it's it's the bald long hairline the balding um all right so that took us about 23 seconds at the most all right who is a better looking quarterback eli or peyton manning well first of all i think that eli manning is uh i mean dude he threw that pay that pass to david tyree that guy caught it between his fucking head and his helmet. Uh, you know, and Peyton Manning, I just want to punch in the face every time. Eli Manning. Okay. Eli, Eli Manning. looking quarterback. All right. Yes. Um, I'll take that. I think that's uh, unquestionably true. All right. So that took us 25 seconds. If I got to see another fucking Papa John's commercial. <laughs> it's like, all right, look, dude, just join the Ku Klux Klan. All oh, right, fine. Whoa. Come out in public Wowzers. and just admit it. Wow. Right? That guy weird. He, well, he right. sat on camera okay, with him. Hold on, hold on. What hey, do you want hey, from me? Hey, 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 hey. All right, all right. Settle down. Settle down. Rabble, 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 rabble. All right, all right. So who's a better quarterback in the Super Bowl? Is it Peyton or Eli Manning? Oh, dude, you know who this is. Eli Manning. You think Eli's better than Peyton? Yes. They both have the same amount of In the Super Bowl? Are you flipping kidding me? 
Well, yeah, I mean, the, the Seahawks destroyed Peyton Manning that one Super Bowl. Dude, he... Fuck Eli Manning in any fucking Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> Pete, sorry. Fuck Let me reverse that. All right. We're going to start over. No, we're not going to start over. I, the, the clock can't untick. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. That's where we're at. All right, so Peyton Manning sucked in the Super Bowl. Eli Manning crushed every Super Bowl he was in. All right, that's fair. Okay, so that was at 40 seconds, if you count at home. That was a fun one. All right, what is a better team, the 16-0 and Dolphins or the 16-0 and Patriots? Go. 16-0 and Pats. And not just because I'm biased, because they had Randy Moss, they had Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. They still had the remnants of some of the defense. Richard yeah. Seymour, right? By the way, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is on the Dolphins this year. Surprise, everybody. So yeah, whatever. For Fitz magic again. Yeah, Fitz uh, bullshit. Uh, my response to you would be, I would go, I would actually probably go 16-0 and Dolphins because they ended up going 19-0. and and that's the only reason. I don't think they had better players or a better coach, stuff like that. I think, I don't know, something no, about... No, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. They didn't go 16-0. No, they went 19-0 because they, they won the... All- no, there was the one last game during the regular season. No, the Dolphins were 16-0. They're no. the only other team to ever do that. No, they were 14-0. No, no, no. They, okay, well, then they, they won Oh, you want to fucking prove me wrong, Tommy? Oh, yeah, I'm down. How much time do I have left? You got 25 seconds. All right, let's see. I think see it's it. the 16 0 Dolphins. They were the only other team that go. All right, I'm going to hit. You get a pause on this timer just because we're not 100% sure of these stats. No, I know them. I know I'm right on this one. I don't think that's. Yeah. I think they only won 14 games. So the Dolphins went 14 0. So actually, the Patriots are a better team by full yes, record. They are. By one. two fucking games. 18 1 versus the. Full seventeen and zero. That the yo fuck you, Don Shula. How about that? <laughs> fucking put that champagne up your ass. One second <laughs> left. A minute twenty nine on that one. So we're actually gonna go. The Patriots were better than the Dolphins. Thank you. Which is wild. Uh, Eat a dick, Don Shula. I will say, Patriots should have won that Super Bowl. All right, and then fair enough. We're gonna go with this. Is a fun one. What is the best sports city? Go. Oh, dude, Boston without a doubt. Boston without a doubt. All right, um, close second, Cleveland. That's what I was going to say. I was like, yeah. Cleveland should be up there. Yep. I, think, I think the best. The Cleveland fans are the best, dude, uh-huh. hands down. Um, I think best sports city, you know, I'm from Chicago. I'm heavily biased towards Chicago. My final answer might have to be Chicago. Chicago, yeah, uh, I'll give you that we one. Got, that's the, a fair the Cubs argument. level of heartbreak where we finally won a World Series after. And you got the Bears level of confidence when you beat the Patriots in the 85 hey, 86 that's Super Bowl. We're you know? <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, look. Games were games were had. Listen, when your father walks into your bedroom and he he told you to go to bed and he walks in and you're like, "Hey, the Patriots win." And he's like, "No." They got killed. <laughs> You'll never forget Here's that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cubbies, Bulls, Bears. Hey, listen. Blackhawks. We watched. We watched the uh, the Cubbies win their first World Series sure ever together. Uh, all right. That's why we decided left. to start this podcast. That's a lot true. All right. Move I, on. Best, move on. Chicago. Chicago is the best city. Shut all up. Right, what is the worst sports city? Let me restart and go. 
Oh, man, the worst sports city. To me, this is easy. Oklahoma City, hands down. Okay, see. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. Uh, I would say the worst sports city for me, I think, like, it's got to be Philadelphia. I don't know. Yeah, no, the fans are shitty. I get that, I mean, but it is a great sports city. It is a great city. sports city. It's storied. Maybe, maybe it's a right, storied maybe sports right. city. Right, yeah. All right, so we're just going to go ahead and say it's Oklahoma City. 32 seconds on that one. All right, uh, which – oh, this is a good one. Uh, I'm actually really excited about this one. Which two NFL quarterbacks would you want to see in a fight? Go, Justin. Oh, man. It has to be right now. Two quarterbacks right now. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I would love to see Doug Flutie versus Sam Bradford. Okay. That'd be fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. You know what would be fun to watch is I think I would want to see. I think it's got to be Baker Mayfield. And then I think it's got to be. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I want to see the two. No, if I, no, honestly, if I want to see any two NFL players fight, yeah. I would want to see Ben Roethlisberger and Robert Gronkowski. I would just want to see Ben just yeah. get batted in the fucking ground. You fucking rapist. <laughs> You're a fucking rapist, Ben. Admit oh it. Oh, my God. All right. So that's a minute and three seconds. That was disturbing. <laughs> All right. Um, and this is a, a fun one as well. Um, which two most famous like WWF, WWE wrestlers you want to see go against each other? Go. Oh, Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior. Those yes. would be my two. Yes, 100%. Oh, man, I can't even disagree with that. I would just want Triple H. You can't even somehow. match it. I just want Triple H in there just as like, just to throw it off a little bit. Uh, and, well, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm going to change my answer. Go ahead, Tom. All right. Uh, Triple H versus The Rock? I mean, I don't think The Rock. I think I think Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan again. Like, I just need it back. All right, guys. This has been the Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always. We love, we love you guys. You. Uh, follow us on all the things. Should be right there next to the link that you're listening to right now. And uh, if you have questions, email Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. At gmail.com. I understand that's hard to say. And then, uh, Schwagger's got any final words? Yeah. Talk smack and fucking eat shit, fucking Yankees fans. And just, Boom. just remember, we're here every week. Bye.